Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Long Podcast Studio Sessions. I'm your host, Dylan Mark Murphy, and if you didn't know that, now you do. You learn something new every day. Um, I'm joined today with one of the sweetest, I think most compassionate people that I've got to interact with on the internet, and also one of the funniest people that I've got to interact with. So I'm really excited to do this episode um, and chat about one of, (laughs) despite his kind, fun personality, we are discussing one of the sadder songs on the album, but I'm really excited to sit and chat with Michael. Michael, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Michael. My favorite Taylor Swift album would be Red, and I've been a Swifty since 2008, since Fearless. Awesome. Perfect. I love that we have like so many of these episodes are like actual red stands. Like I feel like earlier albums, it was kind of like, there aren't very many debut or fearless stands in general. So it's a little harder to find some, but I love that we have so many red stands on the red songs. Cause that's what I wanted. <laughs> it's honestly such a good album. It is. It's, it's, it's an incredible album. And this re-record too has done nothing but make it even better. It's, it's incredible. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, We're going to jump into The Moment I Knew, which is probably one of the most heartbreaking songs on the album, despite how it's kind of simplistic. Um, But it is definitely a very specific track that has a specific meaning when it comes to this album. So what we're going to do is we're going to discuss The Moment I Knew, get to know a little bit about Michael and why The Moment I Knew is one of his favorite Taylor Swift songs. So let's start there. Why is The Moment I Knew one of your favorite Taylor Swift songs? So for The Moment I Knew, it's one of my favorite tracks off Red because of how great Taylor puts into the storytelling of the song. And also just because of how I can relate to it in some way. Um, During my 18th birthday back in 2020, um, my now ex at the time um, promised he would show up to my birthday party. However, Throughout countless um, waiting on text and no replies, um, he never showed up. And later that night, called me and apologized for not coming. But it just, I was left all day waiting, you know? Yeah, that's like very specific. Like it's 100%. It's almost copy and paste this song, which I'm glad he's now your ex because I mean, that's, that's just disrespectful to a certain sense it's not hard to text someone and be like hey I can't make it no yeah and then just you know excuses yeah and men in general Uh, (laughs) um I I totally get that and that's that's a great I I think it's interesting when people make a very specific personal connection to the song I feel like some people can lots of her songs are very open to interpretation but it is really interesting to see that she has managed to craft a song that is so specific to her and it's also applicable to other people's lives as well it's such a specific moment that I'm sure several people have felt in the world about like someone not showing up on time in general it's it's definitely a message that goes beyond birthday parties but it is it's very applicable to other people's lives. <clears throat> oh, yeah, of course. So, so true. Um, so let's talk a little more about um, the, the album itself and how this song kind of works into it. Do you think that this song makes sense on this album in general? No, yeah, of course. This song is like, to me, at least very important to the album as it basically goes off from all too well in a sense where just essentially like 
continuing the story of what she felt during the time of Red, you know? Right. And I think that now that we have that lyric in the the all too well 10 minute version where it's like, you know, it's supposed to be fun turning 21 to like have that lyric now. I think that it makes this like obviously this song makes a a lot more sense in the concept of what had happened between whoever this song is about. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> no, no name dropping, obviously. Um, no name. <laughs> but it, it plays such a specific part in this song now that it's got a connection to, uh, you know, all too well. And I think that that uh, mentioning that lyric about the, the supposed to be fun turning 21 also makes 22 make a little more sense now that 22 comes after all too well. Because before people were like, ah, whiplash. But now it's like, they all just- oh, yeah, because- her 21st birthday was completely ruined and so her 22nd was to make up for that right she really said I'm not I'm not gonna have another moment that I knew we're gonna party it up live it up with your best friends and go all out which I think all not all too well 22 is that all out song so she she made the right move I think no yeah I agree yeah yeah um okay so track placement which also kind of has to do with the album in general um, do you think that the track placement of this song makes sense? And because we know that Red is the album that Red is, do you think that it has to make sense? Um, because it is sandwiched between um, Begin Again, which is the really hopeful love song, romance, and then Come Back Be Here, which is a little more of like a longy song. Do you think that it makes sense? So for the track placement, um, as it was originally released as a deluxe track, it was the first song we heard that was new. Mm-hmm. But I would, if we're talking about original Red, I would put um, the moment I knew right before All Too Well. Okay. Um, so we get that birthday party storytelling moving into All Too Well, and then from All Too Well to 22. Okay. That's a- but if we're talking about... Yeah, no, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just saying that it was a nicer flow. No, yeah. And like, but if we were talking about Taylor's version, I think the moment I knew could go either um, before or after All Too Well 10-minute version. Gotcha. Interesting to see like how you would go about moving that. If you were to move it before All Too Well, I, I'm curious, like, because track five is such a big thing for people, would mm-hmm. you bump another song kind of like, out of the way or just swap it or I, I want to know like what your your uh, the moment I knew album masterpiece would kind of look like because would All Too Well still be track five? I think All Too Well still has to be track five so I think I Knew You Were Trouble would have to get moved bumped down maybe. Okay good choice um I mean yeah I feel like those first three tracks also have a very specific um energy with setting up the album so it would make sense to just kind of push I knew you were trouble off to the side because there's so many other places on this album that it could work to in general no yeah and with red being so just chaotic and everywhere which our emotions most 20 year olds I would say go through right um I think any placement really on the album would make make sense for it yeah, and I think that we 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 know based on what she said she said about this album, um, the whole like this is it's supposed to be chaotic and all over the place. So really, 
I've made this a point throughout like the last 16 episodes of this season is that it's like this, the track list doesn't have to make sense because you're just supposed to, these are the feelings you feel when you're in love and that's it. Yeah. You're chaos. You're, you're happy. You're sad. You're heartbroken. You're angry. You're feeling all these emotions. And I think that's what makes this album so magnificent in general is to feel all of those things. No, yeah, and that's what I love about Red, just all the emotions that you can feel. And then, like, during the Red tour, when she gave that speech about the emotions of Red, Mm -hmm. like, I think that was just, like, I think that just makes the album. Yeah, and I agree, I agree. The, the, The cohesiveness is there in a different way. It's not 1989 cohesive, because cohesive sound and whatnot, but it's got like there's something so special about it just because it's not, it is a hot mess. It, it's a chaotic hot mess. And I think that that's uh, it's what she wanted, which makes perfect sense to me. And I think that it, it, it flows well once you have that idea in your head because locals are going to look at this album forever and be like, what is she doing? Whereas someone who knows anything about Taylor Swift where she's talked about this album, you know, they would know a little more and be like, oh, well, this is how it's intended to be. And then there's certain Swifties who are just kind of like, I hate this album because it's not cohesive. And it's like, I just don't get it. Why? <laughs> like, that's just like the joy of the album, not knowing like what you're going to expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you were to listen for the al- to the album for the first time and you go from like, let's say, like what you said, all too well to 22, that's like a huge jump in like sad to like chaotic happy. Right, right. And it's it's perfect because you can listen to the album in straight through order or you can listen on shuffle and you're going to get the exact same experience. So there's really there's really no wrong way to listen to Red, I suppose, unless you hate Incohesive. Then again, make a playlist, enjoy your own version of the Red track list, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so do you think that this song would work well on any other album? So... For me, I don't think it could because with the storytelling Taylor put into the song, I think it just makes sense to stay on red. Right. And I feel like it's so specific to this kind of moment because we know it's about her 21st birthday and obviously she's not 21 and speak now and she's not 21 and uh, 1989. Yeah, it's just like, it just fits the whole album itself. And I guess like production wise maybe speak now but that's even just a stretch right I feel like the speak now slow songs I think have such a specific like country element to it like last kiss and dear john and I feel like the moment I knew is a little less country because it's got such a big kind of like pop with the background vocals and the ooze and stuff like that it I feel like it's a little more poppy than it is country no yeah exactly um Okay, so getting into more of your personal opinion about the song itself, what what is your favorite part of this song? And once again, that can be a lyric, it can be an instrument, the way she says a word, anything. What is your specific favorite part? So it's specifically the breakdown right before the last chorus where she says, you should have been here and it would have been so happy. And you just hear her voice just break and in the sentence and like shudder and like you just feel how much pain she felt during that moment absolutely and I feel like that's got the similar very similar energy I know exactly what you're talking about I think it's one of the most memorable parts of the song too 
um, because the instrument is kind of gone for a hot minute and she's just kind of like having those words, it reminds me of like the, the last kiss moment where her voice kind of like does the quiver thing and she's like, like breathing or whatever. Yeah. Like it's got almost very similar energy. Which I mean, when you're heartbroken, it's hard to get out words sometimes. Right, right. And obviously she's in the recording studio and she's saying this a billion times and recorded it and whatnot, but it's still so impressive to see the master work come out and it still sounds so raw and emotional. So I I just think it's so impressive. I just, Taylor Swift, just love her. Love her to death. So true. Um, Okay, last question regarding the moment I knew is what would you rate this song on a scale from one to 13? Well, as it's Taylor, 13, (laughs) of course, because 13 is a magic number. So true. And I give it that mainly just because of the production and how Taylor sings the song. It's just so raw and genuine. And it's, I feel like it's hard not to like this song unless you just don't like sad songs, I guess. Yeah. And everyone's got their preferred genre or, you know, ballad tempo. What is it called? It's called tempo, like with the shake it off versus last kiss kind of thing. Someone's got yeah. your preferred tempo. I respect that. Even though the song has some of her best lyrics, even though it's so simple and it definitely sounds, it's, it's just so pretty. I, I think I'd die for this song. No, yeah. And I think it's the simplicity that just makes it overall just perfect to me. 100%. I I totally agree with you. I think the simplicity, especially surrounded by the songs that like the songs on this album, like Sad, Beautiful, Tragic, which is the opposite of simplistic and all too well with like the, the wording and phrasing and everything. She's got so many songs on here that are like the opposite of simplistic, but it's really cool to see it kind of come together in the moment I knew. No, yeah, most definitely. I think the moment I knew was just, honestly, like top 15 on songs. I totally respect that. I mean, I'm more of like an upbeat kind of guy, but I respect the ballad lovers. Like I said, tempo and whatnot, Um, but it's definitely a great song. What other two or three Taylor Swift songs would you give a 13? Um, Clean. Clean being my number one song in her whole discography. True. And August. I just, mm-hmm. the beat to August, the lyrics, it's just really meaningful. No, you're right. I, I, I feel like August, August is kind of like a fan favorite because it stands out so much on folklore. Um, but obviously that's a lot of variety you've got there with like the moment I knew, Clean and August. They're all kind of different energies and vibes but I respect it I respect you've got lots of different variety there thank you um okay so that was all of my questions regarding the moment I knew um next we have a tiny little game to play it is um Taylor Swift rapid fire I will give you two Taylor Swift songs and you just tell me which one you like more okay that that's gonna be a lot of pressure but I'm down for it Okay, I hope this doesn't send you into a spiral. Um, (laughs) um, Awesome. Okay, so what I've been doing is the track number, but because yours is track 17, don't really have very many track 17s to work with. Um, So this is pretty much a bunch of random songs from, but there's one from each album, okay? Okay. Cool. Okay, round one, paper rings or dancing with our hands tied? 
dancing with our hands side, but specifically the live version. Ooh, oh, so true. I ugh, the live version of dancing with our hands side. Chef's kiss. Um, how you get the girl or the last time? The last time. Ooh, do you hate how you get the girl? I don't hate it. I just I don't listen to it as much. I respect. It. I feel like it's a little more of like a repetitive, poppy song, but. I get you. I get you. The last wait, the last time the OG version or the Taylor's version? They're both so good. Taylor replicated it so easily, even though I know a lot of people say uh, Gary Lightbody sounds like Kermit in the new version. It's me. I'm the lot of people saying that. <laughs> 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 I respect it though. I Taylor's vocals in it are incredible. It's just Gary Lightbody. I probably clip them together or something. Um, uh, okay, this one's drastically different. You've got our song from debut or The Lakes. Ooh, okay. Uh, I had to go with our song. Okay. It's just, the beat to that song is just so good. No, you're right. It's very yeehaw. I feel like that's a little controversial, so, but I, I totally respect it. I feel, I, I agree. It's got such a specific, fun sound to it. Um, ooh, give me one second. I missed a, an album in here somewhere. Feel fearless. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Mr. Perfectly Fine or Dear John? Oh, see, they're both good. That's the thing. But I feel like Dear John, I could just scream my heart out at like any moment. Dear Ryan, and I feel like Dear John, you don't have to be sad. Some people are like, I won't listen to this song unless I'm sad. But I feel like it's such a good, like, it's not like a, a sad song as much as it is like a kiss off song. You know what I mean? No, yeah. It's like, it's sad, but like, not like sad, sad. Right. It's not like last kiss sad. No, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Last one is Evermore, the title track, or Willow, the Dancing Witch remix. <laughs> not the remix. Um, <laughs> honestly, Dancing Witch was the recent one that came out, mm. like the last one. Dancing Witch was the first one that came out. Oh, <laughs> that's how much I didn't pay attention to it. Um, <laughs> you know, I just love Willow as a song. And don't get me wrong, Evermore is good, but I don't know. I don't listen to it as much. So I would say Willow. Oh my gosh. I have swapped out the last answer with Willow Dancing Witch Remix every single episode and you are the first person so far to choose Willow Dancing Witch Remix over the song that it's up against. <laughs> you know, so, we gotta be different. Yeah, congratulations. You are the outlier in this sense. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I love that. Those were all of my questions regarding the moment I knew and Willow the Dancing Witch Remix. Um, if you would, is there anything else you'd like to share, say, speak, uh, in the name of Red whatsoever? Um, stream Red Taylor's version and enjoy Red as an album because it's a masterpiece. No, you are absolutely right. Even if it's a, a hot mess, it sometimes things are meant to be a hot mess and Red Taylor's version is one of those things. So I'm, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for wanting to do this. Obviously, I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed participating. No, of course. I adore you. And thank you to everyone who listened thus far, Avi, because you never have to. So thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. Um, I'll chat with you in two to three days when we talk about come back, be here. 
And um, yeah, from there, we're almost at the end. So, I mean, hey, go us for making it this far. So have a good rest of your day, night, morning, evening, afternoon, whatever it may be. Stay safe, drink water, wash your hands, and adios.